Revolution. Welcome to Genomics Revolution. This is Danielle Vincent from the 2019 Hiram College Genetics course, and I will be your host for this episode on the genome of Vibrio cholerae LTOR N16961. Now, just to make things a bit easier, I'll go ahead and refer to this organism as V. cholerae for the remainder of this episode. V. cholerae is a gram-negative gamma proteobacterium that you may already recognize as it's the bacterium that causes the disease cholera. In 1854, during the third pandemic of cholera, an anesthesiologist named John Snow theorized that this, at the time, unknown disease was spreading through contaminated water. Snow mapped out 13 local public wells in London and took water samples, and he claimed to see white, flocculent particles in some of these samples. Around the same time, this organism was seen in Florence by the anatomist Filippo Pacini as he was performing autopsies on individuals that had died during this pandemic. He saw what he referred to as vibrions, or little elements, found in the intestinal mucosa and feces, and he believed that this was the cause of the disease. V. cholerae was not definitively found to be the cause of cholera until, in 1884, German scientist Robert Nock successfully isolated the bacterium in pure culture. Robert Nock also noted that this organism was a little bent, like a comma. Cholera has been known to be an epidemic in southern Asia for over a thousand years and has also been the cause of seven pandemics, the first starting in 1817. Cholera is known to be an infection of the small intestines. People who have contracted the disease will experience severe, watery diarrhea and vomiting and can die from dehydration, even just after a few hours. Without treatment, this disease is very contagious and lethal. Cholera probably isn't a disease many of us have to worry about day to day. However, individuals in developing countries with unsafe drinking water, poor sanitation, and limited health care can easily fall victim to the disease. Over the years, many strains of V. cholerae with varying gene content have been found to cause cholera in various countries, and the study of this organism is very important as it allows for advances in creating more efficient treatments. The originally sequenced El Toro N16961 strain of V. cholerae was found to have a genome size of 4,033,460 base pairs. It contains two circular chromosomes that encode for a total of 3,885 proteins. 2,770 of these proteins are found in chromosome 1, while 1,115 proteins are located in chromosome 2. Sequencing the genome for this bacterium has played a large role in figuring out the mechanisms in which V. cholerae functions and causes disease. Cholerae toxin, or CT, and the toxin co-regulated pilus, or TCP, are the two main virulence factors. Cholerae toxin is an ADP ribosylating toxin that, when secreted, causes an increase in cyclic AMP levels in the intestinal epithelial cells. TOX-RS, for example, is a transcriptional regulator that aids in the activation of the TOX-T promoter, and this leads to the activation of various virulence genes. Many studies will now use this type of knowledge to find differences between the strains of V. cholerae, as certain conditions, like temperature and pH, can cause decreases in virulence factors. One study looked at the expression of cholera toxin in the presence of bile acids and found that L-TOR biotype strains, N16961 included, has a much lower production of cholera toxin when exposed to bile acid than, say, a classical strain of V. cholerae. As stated before, there are many different strains of V. cholerae, and the genome has become very crucial in differentiating the various strain types. 
The cholera toxin we just discussed is encoded by two genes, CTXA and CTXB, which are located on the CTX5 prophage. Now, epidemic or pandemic V. cholerae can be broken down into two serogroups, O1 and O139. The O1 serogroup contains two biotypes, classical and LTOR, like the strain we've been discussing. It was found that both of these biotypes have conserved the sequence for the CTXA gene while the sequence for the CTXB gene is slightly different between the two. There is a two-base change seen at base positions 115 and 203. In the classical strains, cytosines are seen at these positions while LTOR biotypes express thymines. These types of differences have been reliable markers in identifying V. cholerae biotypes and has helped convey the spread of strains in certain geographic locations. Severely ill cholera patients will often be treated with antibiotics, but unfortunately some strains of V. cholerae have become antibiotic resistant. It seems as though strain resistance patterns evolve over time, and from 2007 to 2010, strains from the Democratic Republic of the Congo were seen to be resistant to tetracyclines and ampicillin. Later on, from 2011 to 2012, many of these strains had become resistant to most antibiotics with the exception of cyclines and fluoroquinolones. Much of this data has come from various genomic analyses and whole genome sequencing. It's quite apparent that this type of research is vital in understanding and controlling the effects of E. cholerae. Thanks for listening.